Psalm 39, verse 7, says this simply, And now, Lord, what wait I for? My hope is in thee. And now, Lord, what wait I for? My hope is in thee. When I read this psalm just recently, I came across those words and I was arrested. And it made me think, what am I waiting for? What am I waiting for? My hope is in the Lord. And I want to spend just a few moments to think about the life of Moses as a case in point. And if we turn to Exodus chapter 2, Exodus chapter 3, we will read just a couple of verses here about Moses and see if we can be instructed from this episode. Exodus chapter 3, verse 2, The angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush, and he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, Here am I. That's all we'll read from there. But why I wanted to consider Moses a little was in connection to the psalm that we just read. What wait I for? What wait I for? And I wanted to think through the sort of things that stop us or hinder us from moving forward uh, in faith and taking steps of faith. And this is something that is very personal to me because I'm constantly challenged, not only with this conference that we just spent some time talking about, but other things. You know, we're working with the school on, on some things that are way out of my comfort zone. And there's just no way that I would know uh, the future on a lot of these things. And so we're just taking a step. We're taking a step on a lot of this, and it's completely a step of faith. We don't have the funds. We don't have the the future prospect of understanding all the different pieces and how it's all going to work. But we take a step in in faith with the light that we have. And so what causes us to stop What causes us to be hindered in our steps of faith? What are we waiting for? Well, Exodus 3, verse 11, Moses asks a question. Who am I? And Moses was being presented with this plan that the Lord had for Israel to deliver the children of Israel out of Egypt. And it was something that Moses was starting to cower away from. And his first question is, but who am I? Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And when we're faced with, when I'm faced with daunting challenges and things that that I believe the Lord is impressing upon our hearts, my heart, my question always comes in like this with Moses. Well, who am I? Who am I? And this was the challenge that I faced the last time we had this conference and I was putting forward a proposal for prayer 
the, the question that plagued me was, who am I? And that kind of a question is really, if you examine it and think about it, it's a focus on ourselves, of course. It's a focus on our self-worth. It's a focus on our self-ability. And that's the wrong focus. Because as it says in Psalm 39, what we read, my hope is in thee. What are we waiting for? What am I waiting for? Put your hope in God and take your focus off of yourself. So, who am I? That will stop us. That will... um, We're waiting for a sense of self-worth or waiting for self-ability. But in Exodus chapter 4, verse 1 and 2, the Lord says, Moses answered and said, But behold, they will not believe me. So here's another objection that Moses has. Yes, he has a tremendous sense of um, of inability in himself. But then he goes on to complain and say, The people will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice. For they will say, The Lord hath not appeared unto thee. And so there's a sense here of credibility. And Moses is struggling with the fact that the people will not believe him. And so the Lord said unto him, What is that in thine hand? And he said, A rod. See, You see, Moses had no credibility. He was just a a shepherd in the backside of the desert. He uh, didn't have anything to point to for the people to say, well, surely we can follow Moses because, I mean, he's credible. Look at what, look at what God has done in his life already. There's nothing to point to. And often we will think to ourselves, we don't really have credibility either. What can we point to? People will not believe us. People will not hold us credible. Because we don't have a great institution behind our name. We don't have a great big church behind our name. We don't have great success or something tangible, something that people can see behind our name where they can say, oh, well, yes, obviously the Lord is with him. So, yes, what what would you like to say to us? We're, we're listening. No. Moses said, they will not believe me. They're not going to listen to me. Because, they will say, the Lord hath not appeared unto him. They, he didn't have any credibility with the people. And, and that's another thing that sometimes will stop us in taking a step of faith, is that we're waiting for natural credibility with people. We don't feel ourselves to be credible. You know, All we have is maybe our family, or all we have is our little group, or all we have is this rod in our hand. And it's not very credible. It's not something that people can look at and say, well, God is obviously blessing you. That's what we often wait for. What are we waiting for? We're waiting for natural credibility. But the third thing I thought of is Exodus 4 verse 10 Another objection. And Moses said unto the Lord, O my Lord, 
I am not eloquent, neither heretofore nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, but I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. And that is something else that stops us from taking a step of faith. We're often waiting for natural ability. So you've got your natural self-worth. Who am I? You have natural credibility that we're waiting for. We need to show people that God is with us somehow by natural credibility. And then we're waiting for natural ability too. We, we will often use the excuse, you know, I don't have the ability to do this. I don't have the tools or the equipment to do what I'm burdened to do. And so that will stop us. By the way, why didn't God use Aaron? Because it goes on to say that Aaron was a good speaker. Uh, good speaker. He was eloquent. Why didn't God use him? Now, God obviously will use him, but why didn't God just use Aaron, just bypass Moses and use Aaron? And I think the key for that is applicable to us. It's what we read first in Exodus 3, 2 and 4, 2 to 4. Because it was Moses who said, I will now turn aside and see. It was Moses who met with the Lord. It was Moses who had this face-to-face encounter with the Lord. And verse 4 is so instructive to me of Exodus 2. Sorry, I keep saying Exodus 2. Exodus 3, verse 4. It says, When the Lord saw that Moses turned aside to see. The Lord makes note of the fact that we turn aside to towards the Lord. And I believe that's what we're doing here today. You know, we have all of our all of our excuses, we have all of our natural reasonings as to why we can't uh, do something for the Lord or there's a burden on our heart, but surely it's got to be somebody else. It has to be Aaron, somebody who's more gifted for it. But the Lord has put the burden on our hearts to come to turn aside to see the face of the Lord in prayer. If he's put the burden on our hearts, no matter how ill-equipped or how lacking in self-worth and self-ability and credibility that we have, I believe the Lord has put his finger upon us in whatever context that we find ourselves. Yes, for me, I'm thinking about this conference, I'm thinking about Sermon Audio, but there's every one of us has a context of serving the Lord. And it might be a gigantic thing that that just seems impossible to us. And yet, the reason why the Lord chooses to use you and us over anybody else is it says in verse 4, when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, the Lord sees when we turn aside. Zechariah 1.3 says, Turn to me and I will turn to you. I'll read the exact verse here so I get the words right. It says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Turn ye unto me, saith the Lord of hosts, and I will turn unto you. There is there is the need, and this is why we're meeting here today, I trust. There is a need for us to actively turn to the Lord. And that's what we're doing. We're turning to the Lord. And the promise is that he will turn to us. So 
I want to just encourage us all, as we face our fears and doubts and, and challenges, what are we waiting for? Why are we halting? Why are we stopping? Why are we not taking a step of faith courageously for the Lord? What wait I for? My hope is in thee.